Hello and welcome to Watchpoint, Mash Those Buttons' official podcast for Overwatch and its community. I'm Jarrett and I'm here with Jason Bond. What's going on? Yes, this is uh, part three out of four for our uh, you know startup podcasts to get the podcast going for Overwatch. We're doing a little bit of catch up here. Uh, not catch up, but you know, catch up. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's late here. We got another late recording going on, folks. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're playing a bit of uh, you know catch up so that we can uh, you know we just want to talk about the uh, the classes or the, the roles and the you know the heroes or the characters in each of those roles and how it plays out before we kind of get into I guess the day to day of Overwatch and the community stuff of Overwatch. And uh, today we are going to be talking about tanks, which, I mean, for a shooter, that's pretty unique. Mm. I can't really think of too many shooters that has a role or a class dedicated to absorbing damage. You know, I mean, of course, you know, a lot lot of shooters have heavy classes, you know? Eh, I can't really think of any other than, you know, the one main one in this. Well, no, like, um, oh, man, why can't I... kind of did with the support class a little bit in some regards, but... Uh. Nuclear Dawn, like, that that has, like, a, you know, a heavy class. Um, also, games like Tribes have heavy classes or heavily armored classes where you can take more damage. But the difference is, like, you know, a tank in other games, and I'm not just talking about shooters, we're talking about, you know, MMOs here... A tank doesn't necessarily do a lot of damage, they, but they're there to absorb damage for the group. Mm. You know, they're there to, you know, pull aggro and, uh, you know, you, you, they pull aggro, they have the enemies attacking them, they're built to survive. That's what they are. In other shooters where you have uh, classes that have heavy armor, not only do they have heavy armor, but they're usually, you know, cannons. You know, they yep. have... They have slower weapons, but their weapons do massive damage. The, the, the off-putting thing is usually that they just move slower. That's usually their thing, that they, they move slower. They don't have the same mobility as a light or medium class, so that's how you kind of have to depend how you want to play. Right. Uh, but in this game, that's not necessarily the truth, and we're going like, to actually kind of get into that. But yeah, this game is definitely unique when it comes to its tank class. Because, you know, in a shooter, it's kind of like, well, why do I need a class built to absorb damage? But the way the game plays, it actually makes, you know, a lot of sense. Right. That, that you can do that. Uh, I mean, you can't even really compare it to TF2 in that aspect because there's only one really heavy class or, or tankish class in that game. And that would be the heavy. But the thing about the heavy, he takes a lot of damage and he deals a lot of damage. You know, if you get in the way of that minigun, like, you're going to die. But at the same time, a well-placed headshot will kill him. <laughs> you know, and that's it. Whereas with the tanks in, in this game, I don't think you can one-shot any of them. Ooh, I thought of another game. Okay. Natural Selection 2. End game. Towards the end game, each side gets a tank-type class. They get a yeah. tank class that it's not a special thing. Like anybody uh, can pick it. Uh, yeah, anybody can be it. You just have to be really good with the commander for each side. So I think like the alien side, they get some massive armored creatures that people can morph into, and I think the human side gets like massive mecha. 
okay. But are they built for damage output, or are they built oh, for... Oh, hell yeah, they are very much built for damage output and taking a lot of damage. Yeah, They're okay. They're to lead the charge. They're, okay. See, the thing about tanks in this game, pretty much all of them are short range. I, I, there's really no long range. Uh, there, I don't even, there may be some medium range stuff that these tanks can do, mm-hmm. but they're definitely not longer range. No, not at all. Like, these tanks, they're built to absorb a lot of damage, and then the ones that can do heavy damage, it's up close. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, let's kind of roll into it. Let's just, we're going to start off with D.Va, which is definitely one of the more popular tanks. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you're going to find D.Va in almost every match now. Like, so right now, we're not talking competitive. I'm not talking competitive. I'm talking day-to-day, every everyday games. You're going to find at least one D.Va, and she is so annoying to <laughs> yes. deal with because of how much damage she can take. And then the thing about D.Va is when you destroy the mech that she's in, she hops out of it, and she can still attack. And she's pretty mobile. Now, she's also very squishy after she gets out the mech, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's it, she gets two lives. <laughs> you know, once once she runs out of power, or once she runs, the, the mech is too damaged, she hops out of it. And then if she stays alive long enough, because yep. as soon as she hops out, her ult starts to count up. It's just basically on a timer. It starts to power up. And when she gets kills, it also powers up. If she gets assists, it gets powers up. So if she stays alive long, alive long enough, she will get another mech. Yep. That's the thing about Diva, but she is definitely one of the more popular ones. Uh, but her, on the mech itself, the primary weapon are the fusion cannons, and they're short range. Uh, and, but it's unlimited. So basically, yeah, like fucking trucks, too. <laughs> if, you, if, you're close, if you're close to her, it will hurt. Like, it definitely will hurt. She'll make light work of you. But when I say those things are short range, dude, they are really short range. Like, I don't know. If you're not, like, you know, a few, a few feet in front of her, you're not going to feel it. Hmm. Like, it's it's yeah. really, like, you're really, you know, if you're mid-range or even a little bit closer than mid-range, it may, it may take some damage off, but it's going to be, it's just more of an annoyance than actually doing damage. And I think that's fine because of how, how much damage they actually do when they're up close. Right. But they're high, they are high damage. Now, the reason that's not necessarily a big problem is because D.Va is one of the tanks that has excellent mobility. First of all, her, her movement speed on foot is, you know, not bad. It's, it's pretty good. And then on top of that, she has boosters, which allows her to move around Limited pretty flight. freely. Like, you know... Limited flight, yes, and you can you can move in any direction when you use the boosters. So you know, a lot of times you'll move forward if you want to, like you know, get up on somebody and use those fusion cannons to the best of their ability. You can do that. But you know, if you see somebody above or you know up above you, like a widowmaker or something like that, you can fly right up to them and just shoot the shit out of them. <laughs> there's really nothing you can. Well, I'm sorry, there's not. I shouldn't say there's nothing you can do about it. But like a widowmaker that a diva comes upon, like. Yeah, you just got to get away. You got to use that uh, that chain, dude. Got to use that chain and pull out. <laughs> uh, it's more like, okay, I'm going to drop off this thing. Hope that D.Va follows me and then chain back up. And again, hope that your teammate's around because if she gets close enough to you and, you know, if she closes that gap, you're done. Yeah, absolutely. 
And I've, so yeah, I've gone up against her multiple times, usually with McCree, but when I was playing Widowmaker and stuff, almost every time I got in close range to her, that was it. Yeah. There's no getting around it. Right, yeah. So Diva up close, very dangerous. Uh one thing that she can also use to help push up is the defense matrix. It's basically it's a, it's a shield. It's almost like a shield she puts in front of her that uh you know, any any damage coming directly to her will get nullified, like it won't make it. It says the defense matrix blocks, oh, you know, like it it it, it actually shoots out whatever weapons or whatever projectiles are coming towards you, but mm-hmm. it, in the in reality you know, not breaking the you know breaking the fourth wall. It just blocks it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just blocks income damage. So as Diva, you know, you throw in defense matrix and then you uh, boost forward. Like that just makes you an even more of a threat because now you've boosted forward. You didn't take damage coming from the front, and you have all that health coming through. I mean, dude, I really think there's only a few. A few classes, a few characters that can actually do decent damage on her. I know Junkrat. If you if you utilize the grenades properly, you can get some decent damage on her enough to make her back up and rethink her plan. That defense matrix ability. I didn't really see that many people using that. Honestly, more often than not, I me? no. Oof. When I when I was playing, more often than not, I saw the booster cannons, the fusion or the boosters, the fusion cannons. And uh, her ultimate ability there, the self-destruct, those are the three biggest things I saw that got used. I can't say that I ever really saw the defense matrix being Dude, used. Dude, defense matrix is so annoying because <laughs> you're sitting there trying to, like, wear her health down. And it's like, why are you blocking your fucking tank? You have so much health right now. <laughs> Take a little damage, will you? Come on. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, D.Va is really built for survivability. Uh, now... Like you mentioned, her ult is uh, self-destruct, which for a <laughs> while there, people were they were really upset about this ultimate. Oh my god! Because goodness. it can be devastating. I know when I was playing Diva, and you know I could sneak up behind some enemies, maybe, and put ult down, you know, and so they they see the warning, right? But if you're behind them, they're like, well, where is it coming from? And they turn around, it's right there. And then by that time, you know, by the time they start having recovery, it's usually too late. And you can take out like yep. four, five, six people sometimes. It's awesome. I hate the fucking kill cam where all I see is self-destruct kills. I'm like, oh, that's so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, yeah. So yeah, yeah, self-destruct has a pretty wide blast radius. And no matter how far away you are, if the radius touches you, you will die. Like, that is yep. it. You have to get behind cover. You have to get behind cover. It's the only way. That took, I'm, I'm not going to lie. That, that definitely took me uh, three or four times, maybe five times of learning, you know, to where I really learned that. I'd be like, oh, I can be like two feet away from it as long as I'm behind cover. Oh, whatever. Who gives a shit? Oh, absolutely. Like, me, for, for me, I was trying to test the range. Like, how far away do I have to be from this thing for it not to hurt me? And I'm like, dude, it's just not worth it. Because if, mm-hmm. if, unless you're that far away from it and you see it happening. But for the most part, it's not worth it. Just get to cover. Don't try to run away, like, away, like, you know, just, just don't try to get distance. Just look for cover. Uh, now, she has a second ultimate, which happens when she's outside of her mech, and that's the call mech ability. That's what I mentioned earlier that if she's, you know, if she's out of her mech, her ultimate starts to charge up. So let's say her ultimate was at like 60%. 
in the mech and it gets destroyed. Well, now it only needs to charge up an additional 40%, and it's going to do that automatically as soon as she hops out, and you know then she could just call another mech down. Now, self-destruct can be dangerous because... And no, I don't mean for D.Va, I mean for everybody else. Because with self-destruct, you use it. If you kill three people with self-destruct, you will get you will get call mech immediately. So like you'll you'll kill like three people mm-hmm. and then immediately can call down another mech. That's why it's it's not uncommon to see, you know, plays of the game where Diva does self-destruct, jumps out blows up and blows up people and then immediately calls another mech. Uh-huh. Like it almost seems unfair, but that's just the way it is. What's even more annoying is after that goes off, if that wipes out your team and she does get out, the biggest issue I had after that was that she's so freaking nimble. She is. Incredibly she's all, nimble. She's also really squishy, so if that's true. you get the hits on her. If you can get the hits on her that so so be it. I used to be a little upset. I used to be like, man, it's not fair that she can use self destruct and they immediately call down another mech, you know. But then I thought about it. I don't think there's any other special that I don't think there's any special I should say that punishes somebody for using it, uh-huh. you know. And if right. self destruct, you know, three people that's half a team. I'm like, okay, fine. It's not. It's fine. Like, it, it's not unfair. It's three people. It's half a team. She can call down <laughs> another mech immediately. But like, um, you know, like if let's say it took four people or five people, most of the team, to to get to get call mech back, that's too much because that's kind of like you know the average is going to be two to three people that you're going to kill with self destruct if you're if you're you know smart, right? Uh, so it, it will be punishing if it required more than that to call down another mech because you know without her mech, Diva now has to sit back and you know take pot shots. So yep, yeah, it uh. Yeah, Diva is. <laughs> so one thing I was kind of wondering is that can she be killed by her own self destruct? I I didn't play her that much. I played her maybe so. once or twice. I never, I've never seen a Diva get killed by their own self destruct. I've never seen one get killed mm-hmm. by their own self destruct, and I've never died by my own <laughs> self destruct. So I just I move out of the way just in case. Yep. You know, I mean, because you know, as far your own rockets can hurt you, so why wouldn't self destruct be able to hurt me too? Right. Uh, now actually, one thing we forgot to do, we forgot to talk about her background, because we started doing that last episode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Diva was, she's, she was a, a South Korean uh, pro gamer. I mean, obviously South Korean. They don't have pro <laughs> gamers in North Korea. <laughs> so, so she was uh, recruited by the South Korean military to pilot a mechanized armored drone known as Mecha. That's what her, her Mecha is called. It's, 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 well, it's, it's called a Mecha in defense of the city. And the reason that was because 20 years ago, South Korea was attacked by a huge Omnic construct and it prompted South Korea to make the Mecca. But originally the Mecca were uh, controlled remotely. And every few years, this Omnic construct will come back and the Mechas will fight it. And each time the Omnic construct will get a bit stronger and eventually destroyed the Mecca's drone control network. So at that point, South Korean military recruited pro gamers because of their reflexes and instincts. And she was like a world champion or something like that. And that's how she got the job. That's how she, she, that's how she's, uh, you know, uh, the pilot now. That's how she's in the game. So in other words, kitties keep on practicing. (laughs) Yeah. She has no affiliation 
with Overwatch, a lot of characters don't have any affiliation with Overwatch. But uh, yeah, she has no affiliation with Overwatch. But that's how uh, that's how Diva's in the game. That's how she came to be. But uh, I don't know, like Diva as a character. I mean, I'm tr- I'm trying to place her like what like, you know what she's really good at. I mean, one, she is good at pushing forward because mm-hmm. nobody's gonna sit there in front of a Diva as she moves forward. <laughs> you know, that would be yep. that would be really stupid. You're gonna back up as Diva pushes forward. No, because she just has too much. She just has too much health. Much power, Almost any health. any any weapon you put in front of her, like I mean, and uh, she, unless it's like you know, fair obviously packs a punch and uh, other tanks like Roadhog or Reinhardt, they'll mm-hmm. they'll they'll pack a punch. Um, Junkrat, obviously, and a few others, but for the most part, you just gotta back up when she when she comes. You don't move face. You don't move close to her because then she'll just mow you down with those fusion cannons that she doesn't have to reload (laughs) (laughs) you know so like you just she's great for pushing forward in any situation whether it's a payload or even if you need to you know get onto a a control point with as much health as she has she's great at you know getting on a control point and you, you know I, I I don't want to say entertaining the enemy, but like you know, like keeping the enemy busy on the point, and you know maybe keeping the progress of the point that you guys already have. And then on top of that, once her mech goes down, she jumps out and she has full health. Yep. You know, and see now it's about surviving, and you know now she now it's about the footwork. And then if you're pushing a payload, it's you know she can use that uh, defense matrix to help push it forward. And then if you make the mistake of coming close to the payload, now she can mow you down. Mm-hmm. So, well, she, she's a good pick. I used to be really... I mean, she still is annoying because of all that fucking health. Like, cause, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As playing a sniper, it's just depressing to see that shit. Cause she, especially because she has no head in yep. the mech. She has no head, dude. I usually just try to shoot for the shot, the the top of anything when it comes to the tanks, because some of the tanks are a little hard to see, like, or even like uh, Bastion, it's hard to see where his head is sometimes, you know, so it's like just, I, I just try to aim for the face as much as possible. Well, most of the time you see a Bastion, he's going to be in like siege mode or, right. you know, so. It's... Which again, I just shoot for the top of it. <laughs> right. You should, well, you shouldn't be shooting it at all when it's in siege mode. You need to be telling your junk rat to get to work. uh but uh yeah let's move on to to roadhog uh, and i'll start it the right way let's talk about roadhog's backstory so roadhog's real name is mako rutledge and he was actually a freedom fighter in australia before becoming roadhog so uh australia then the outback was pretty much given to the omnic by the government as a way to establish peace and he and others that lived there were like uh we live here (laughs) <laughs> and they, they didn't like that, so they, they formed the Australian Liberation Front, and they formed the, you know, they struck these attacks against the uh, Omnium. And eventually that led to them sabotaging the Omnium's fusion core, but the explosion irradiated the outback. And we talked about this a little bit when we, when we talked about Junkrat, but yep. the explosion did that. So basically, they they turned their home into a wasteland, and this, uh, this broke my, Mako. Or Mako. I don't know how if it's Mako or Mako, but they just broke him and eventually like he just turned into Roadhog. Like he he became this killer, man. And I thought I thought we established already that Australia was pretty much like that anyway. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's all propaganda what they show you on TV. It's not really like that. It's all Mad Max out there. 
Yep, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So Roadhog, this guy, he's. I mean, he does a he. Oh my god, the amount of damage he could take. <laughs> I think. I think it is more than Diva. I'm pretty positive. I made the mistake more than once of thinking that I could get up close to this guy and wreck him with McCree or Zenyatta. Yeah, that didn't work out very well for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want to get up close to Roadhog at all. Uh, so Roadhog, he has a scrap gun that has two firing modes. Uh, it can shoot short-range bursts, which is like a shotgun, and it has a mid-range fire. It's basically, it takes all the shrapnel and makes it a ball, and it shoots it out. Uh, so he can, he's good at short range, mid range, especially short range. And that's where his hook, the chain hook comes into play. Cause he can, he can, you know, he at range, he can grab you with the chain hook, pull you close. And the combo of him pulling you in and then one or two shots at short range at that close at short range with the burst gun with normal characters enough to kill him. Yeah, don't I know that? <laughs> yes, yes, it, it is. It is enough to kill him. Uh, so that really don't get close to this guy. I mean, I can't. I can't. You know, reiterate that more that you you cannot get close to fucking uh, Roadhog. Uh, he can also self heal himself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can self heal himself, and he's just another one of those characters, man. That uh, <laughs> he he could. You, you, he, it's his job to get into the into the middle of a fight, and he can push enemies out of you know if he runs into a control point, he can easily push enemies out of the control point because you do not want to be near this guy, you know. And he can, he's also great at pulling enemies into a group. Oh God, I I I couldn't stand that friggin' chain hook. I couldn't tell you how many times I was a Widowmaker, and you know I was like, oh, I'm fine where I am. You know I'm not paying enough attention, or you know even as McCree or Zenyatta or somebody else just getting yanked by that friggin' chain hook. And at that point, I'm like, all right, I can get away. I got enough time. No, usually one shot, maybe two, and that's it. Yeah, dude, it's no, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he I, I I mean I've survived. Roadhog pulling me in, but that's because I mean it's not like you're stunned or anything like that when he pulls you in, dude. As soon as he pulls me in, I immediately am like moving away. (laughs) Like that's that is my objective to move away as fast as possible, staggering my step, not staggering, you know, you know, moving back and forth so that (laughs) exactly so that it's much so that it's harder for him to hit me. That's really the only way to do it. You need to get away from him as soon as possible. And, I mean, his... Oh, yeah, and his ultimate, too, is fucking devastating if he's close to you. I mean, I've seen, like, when I, me and I were playing, he loved to play Roadhog, and he loved to get into a point and then whip out the, the special or the ultimate. Yep. And he would just tear through people. You know, not only does it, you know, crank out damage, but it also knocks people back. Oh, that's got to be kind of infuriating, too. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, most of the time, uh, honestly, when I was uh, playing, I I played with him, never got to the ultimate there, because, again, I was having way too much fun with the the offense players. But uh, I can't say that I saw his uh, whole hog ultimate ability. I think once the beta comes back around, I'll have to pick up with you and Ivan again. We'll have to go through. I'm going to play a lot more of these now. Well, I mean, I saw Roadhog 
enough, but he definitely was. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't one of the, the most popular. I mean, it's right. between Diva and Reinhardt for most popular. After that, then you know, it's it's. I would say it's probably Winston and Roadhog. Yep. For three and four. Yep. So he wasn't all that popular. I can go several games or even days without seeing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Roadhog. He's that. He's not an all-purpose tank. Not an all-purpose tank. That's why I think you need him in certain situations. So right. Uh, but uh, let's move on to Winston. Because I mean, I, I pretty much said everything I need to say about Roadhog. Stay away from Roadhog. <laughs> you know, and if you're Roadhog, get close to people. <laughs> that is what you want to do as Roadhog. You know, you could get into a, if you get into a mix-up, into a fight. You know, you may not necessarily kill everybody, but you're jack them up pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna start pumping out damage, and people are gonna run away. Remember, <laughs> this, this is this is not deathmatch. <laughs> you know, this is not deathmatch. This is you know objective-based gameplay. So that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Winston, Winston. Well, I'll start with a story too, since that's what we agreed upon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Winston was a Winston's story is a little sad because Winston it was a genetically engineered gorilla uh, at the Horizon Lunar Colony. Now him and uh, some other gorillas, uh, they were under gene therapy, you know, to give them, you know, I guess um, ability uh, to, to, to survive give, in space. Well, not just that, but the life. Uh, yeah, they were. They wanted their brains to develop fast, and then they wanted to test the effect of prolonged habitation in space. Those humans did. So Winston, though, he had very rapid brain development, and uh, that was brought to the attention of Doctor Harold Winston, who took Winston under his wing and taught him science and inspired him by telling him stories of human ingenuity. And him and Winston worked in a lab, and Winston really, really liked it. You know, uh, but the problem was that, well, the, he wasn't even called Winston at the time. The other gorillas apparently weren't having such a great time, and they actually led an uprising and killed all the mission scientists, including Harold Winston. So Winston took his name because he was close to him. Uh, Winston built a rocket and escaped to Earth, and that's where he took a new home with Overwatch. So he was a super smart gorilla. So he started working with Overwatch, and uh, when Overwatch disbanded, he you know went back into seclusion, you know, or went into seclusion, and just watched the world that he loved from afar. Which is it. His story is a bit sad. I just want to point out here that when all of this happened, he built a fucking rocket. <laughs> oh yeah, he is a <laughs> he is a super smart gorilla. He built a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> so he builds a rocket, goes back home, or goes back to Earth, which he had never been to. So that's difficult, by the way. <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure I don't if you know guys too many, know. Uh, rocket surgeons, I mean, uh, rocket scientists that are gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of what he can do, though, uh, his primary weapon is a Tesla cannon, another short range weapon. I mean, pretty much all the tanks that you're going to find are going to have short range weapons. So his uh, weapon is short range and has it shoots electricity. It's unlimited. He just holds down the trigger, and if you're close to him uh, long for long enough, you will die. That's kind of how it goes. Um, his other uh, another main ability of his is the jump pack, which allows him to jump far distances. But when he lands, if he you know lands on you 
you know, or you know, hit you when he lands, it's going to deal significant damage, and then other enemies around it also stagger them. Uh, the jump pack. I mean, honestly, put you know, the, the tanks are there to draw attention to you know to start absorbing damage. So Winston jumping into a group of people who are like, let's say, let's say you're uh, you, you either defending a point or trying to stop the forward movement of a cart. I mean, he could just jump ahead, and now you have to deal with him. You have to deal with him. Uh, you know, you mm-hmm. can't just you can't just let him sit there. Even though the 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 Tesla cannon it does decent damage, but not as much as let's say if you had Ryan, Roadhog or Diva next to you. But you still have to address the fact that Winston's there. So you can either do that, or you can try to do something that pushes them away. But either way, now your attention is on Winston, and he has high health. Uh, another way he can help, you know, the uh, his allies push forward is with his barrier. Uh, it's basically a bubble that it takes quite a bit of damage. It takes quite a bit of damage, and allies on the inside can shoot to the outside. So, yep. <laughs> you know, once when the when they're in the barrier, like there's really nothing you can do. You just need to unless you unless your team can put that much damage on it. Which is possible. Or you go in the barrier, too. You can go in the barrier, but if Winston's in the barrier and a few allies, it's probably not the best place to be. Or, you know, a Winston and, you know, a barrier and four other Winstons. For example. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fucking annoying. And possible, <laughs> by the way. We've seen it. We've, we've done it. That's called, <laughs> that's called hilarity. Uh, <laughs> no, awful. it's called dickery. Like, that's basically what that was. Uh, yeah, now the thing about the barrier is that if Winston puts one down and the enemies take it over, now they have a barrier. So that, that kind of sucks. <laughs> like, you know, it can't be used against you. Now, his ultimate called Primal Rage boosts his health and durability. So that's a combo that sucks for, you know, anybody in his way. It also makes him stronger. He stops using the, the Tesla cannon and starts using his arms. You know, he goes gorilla. And he, st- he starts uh, using a melee attack. <laughs> he goes gorilla. <laughs> yeah, and he'll he'll sl- he'll slap you down pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty high damage when he does hit you. It also allows him to use jump pack more often. So you'll see Winston's jumping back and forth, beating the living shit out of everybody uh, when Primal Rage is a, is is up. That's a great way to clear a point because there really is no reason to stay there. Like you have to look at his health and be like. If your whole team's not firing on him while Primal Rage is going on, or if he starts Primal Rage with full health, dude, that is a lot to deal with. Again, putting people into panic mode when you've got a giant red gorilla with a shield, you know, dropping down next to you, you know, and just like you said, beating the living shit out of everybody in the area there, it forces people to pay attention to him. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think, I mean, there's definitely ways to counter that. Like, there's nothing in this game that can't be countered. I'm trying to think, like, you know, maybe May would be helpful in that situation. Keep freezing them. Right. While while that's going on. Uh, Junk Rat can help deal a lot of damage. Or you can help, you can use his uh, uh, landmine to push him away or drop the... Uh, uh, Honestly, I think the best way to go and do it, dude, is just dump damage. Just dump damage into him. I don't know because obviously, in most cases, it's not just going to be him. So even if you're mm-hmm. dumping damage on him, you have other, you have five other characters, or five other people that could be hurting you guys. You know, right? 
that's there. That's why I don't think dumping damage. Like you, get, you really have to look at how much health he has and who's playing what. You know, can maybe you can get another tank to go up against him. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a diva or something like that. Somebody that can output high damage at close range, right. uh, while maybe a Pharah is in the air popping down on him. So this yeah. is, out of all the tanks, this is probably my favorite tank to play as. Really? I had an actual, I had an absolute blast playing this character. Yeah, he he is fun to play, but uh, if I had to hop, got, grab a tank, which is it's not a class that I like to play. Right, I would either go, here. I would either go Diva or Reinhardt. Because if I'm playing them, if I'm playing a tank, it's because my team needs it, right? You know. So, uh, but all right, let's let's move on to Zarya, who is somebody I did not see that often at all. I played the Zarya once, but I never once saw anybody playing as her. I, I really, it was rare. I've seen more. I've seen people play her more in competition mm-hmm. than in a regular game because I think with Zarya, you 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 kind of have to know that your team is going to work with you because even your 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 ultimate Zarya's ultimate is Graviton Surge, which shoots a gravity bomb and it draws enemies to it and it damages them while they're there, but. It it bring it, it enemies with low health or that have, you know that have been damaged already. It may kill them, but for the most part, you'll probably need somebody else putting damage into the into that area where they are in order to get some good kills. Right, you know, in order to make the best out of it. So that's what it really feels like. You need uh, teammates. Well, let me, let me talk her backstory. And we're gonna hop back into that. So she was born in a in a village in Russia. That was actually on the front line of the Omnic Crisis. And that got shut down pretty early in her life. The Russian forces shut down the Omnic early uh, in her life. But because they were on the front line, her village, was she was surrounded by post-war destruction. And she vowed to gain the strength to help her people recover. So she focused literally on, you know, getting stronger, on weightlifting and bodybuilding. And she became so, you know... She was so good at it that she was chosen to represent her country uh, in athletics. But the thing is, the night before the competition, her village was attacked by the Omnic, and so she went back to her village to enlist as a soldier. And that's how she, you know, that's how, uh, you know, she came to be. <laughs> well, actually, I don't believe I don't believe she actually was with Overwatch at no, all. I don't think she yeah. had anything to do with it. No, no, she was just Russian defense forces. But that's how she became a soldier. Uh, but yeah, so almost everything about her requires teammates. Uh, so the particle cannon doesn't necessarily, uh, by default, it's short range and it damages enemies, but it also can shoot explosive charges. The key to using this, I, I've, I, I think, is the barriers. So the particle barrier you can put around yourself, you know, it protects you for a short amount of time. But the damage that the barrier takes gets redirected to your particle cannon. Mm-hmm. And you can output more damage as your barrier is taking damage. Same thing with projected barrier, which the only difference between particle barrier and projected barrier as an ability is that particle barrier is protecting you. Projected barrier is protecting an ally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as your allies are taking damage, you can now do more damage with the particle cannon. So 
you know, when I was playing her for the most part, I was playing her wrong because I was putting barriers around characters that were a little bit weaker. You know, when in reality, I should have been putting barriers around people that are up in the front. Exactly, like tanks and stuff like that. And the more damage the barrier takes, the more damage output you can have. So, you know, if you get out in the front, you put the barrier on, now you're doing a lot of damage. Or, you know, whoever's in the front in the front, because uh, you should be close to the front. Other than that, you're going to be kind of useless because you, you do have a short-range weapon. So kind of uh, like a supportive tanking class almost. Yeah, like you, you, can, you can tank because she does have a lot of health. But if you want to be more effective, you need somebody who's taking damage and put that barrier on them. You know, so that that was interesting. That I thought that was that was very interesting the way uh, she was used. And like I said, in competition, I, I I've seen people do some wonderful things with her. Hmm. But in everyday play, I think she's she's not she's not a complex character, but she's one. I think she's one of the more difficult characters to play. You have to Higher be my, skill cap. Yeah, yeah she, you got to be mindful of what you're doing with her and be mindful of your allies. And that's why you really don't see her all that much. Right. And I know I have a good group of friends that I play with, too, outside of you and Ivan. So I was like, I might pick this class back up a little bit and try it out, especially since I understand the barriers a lot more now. Yeah, well, Like you I like, said, I yeah. really didn't see her that often other than the one or two times I played at her. Played as her. Yeah, I, I mean, I played the beta for longer than you, and I, I didn't mm-hmm. see her all that much. So, but that may change. That may change with the, with the with, you know, when the beta comes back. Right. So, which is hopefully soon. By the time this comes out, by the time this podcast comes out, the beta may already be back. Oh, I hope it is. I yeah. need this game again. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Uh, the last tank hero is Reinhardt. And, oh, Reinhardt, I... Uh, when I read his bio, I'm like, man, this guy is like a hero. A hero. He's like a he's like a fucking hero. Like he, uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't really notice about him, but Reinhardt, he lives by a knightly code of valor, justice, and courage, and he was with Overwatch from the beginning, right in the game. Now Reinhardt is 61. Okay, uh, so Reinhardt, he, uh, you know, he was with Overwatch from the beginning. He fought through the Omnic Crisis. He was with them. You know, as they became like you know a uh, a staple in society, and then eventually he had to retire because of age. But after he retired, that's when Overwatch started to run into trouble, and he could do nothing but sit by and watch Overwatch be disgraced until it got closed. But you know, after Overwatch closed, uh, you know, was disbanded, he didn't sit idly by. He put his Crusader armor on again, and now he goes around Europe and he you know protects people. He's a fucking hero. <laughs> that, 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 that's what he is uh, but Reinhardt that makes me like him a lot more <laughs> now I mean uh, but so Reinhardt his primary weapon is with the rocket hammer this thing it's a melee weapon but it has a wide arc and it deals a shit ton of damage yes. stay away from Reinhardt oh my god stay away from <laughs> Reinhardt dude yeah so the, the, the rocket hammer it's it's strong if you get close to him you deserve everything you get <laughs> okay. Now his primary function that you'll usually see people use is the barrier field. Uh-huh. This shield, it's everything you want in a shield. It is tall, it is broad, and it takes a lot of damage. The only I mean, I know Junkrat can do a lot of damage to it. Uh and even Farrah can, and if you focus down on it, 
you can do some damage, but it still takes time to break it. The only character that I know that can break it fairly easily is uh, uh, Bastion. When I play as Bastion and I see a Reinhardt, I just point right at him. I, just, I can break that shield every time. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not exactly sure how long it takes to recharge a shield. Yeah, I've that never... was the one thing, because I, I had played that before, and I would suffered extreme damage against a couple of Bastions in one round when using it, and I didn't even know if it could recharge uh, unless you had to pick up some sort of health or power-up to get it to replen. Yeah, I'm not sure how long it takes to replenish, but yeah, it, anybody else, it, it it's a great shield, mm-hmm. but against the Bastion, you might want to back up until somebody takes care of the Bastion, because right. it'll break your shield. Uh, but yeah, that, that is a... I mean, it's it's just unbeatable for pushing forward. It is the best for pushing forward. I think it's, it's one of the reasons why you'll find a Reinhardt in almost every level. That's true, yep. I ran into him and D.Va the most. Yeah, and in almost every game you'll find a Reinhardt. You can always find a reason for Reinhardt. So now another one of his devastating moves is Charge. (laughs) I mean, it is so funny watching somebody get taken away, even if it's a teammate. (laughs) But you just watch him kind of skate by. But when you He's get, along for the ride. Oh yeah, but like basically, charge doesn't stop until you hit a wall, until you, until you hit something solid. And if you get caught in charge, when he hits that wall, more than likely you will die unless you're like a tank, or maybe if you have extra armor from like let's say uh, Torbjorn or somebody. Dude, I haven't survived any of those that I've gotten in the way of. It's instant death each time. I'm like, god damn it! I don't think it's an <laughs> auto kill. I do believe it's definitely dependent on health. But mm. it it does massive damage. Woo. Again, I ain't even mad though because it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. It's it's fair. It, it is fair. Like, it doesn't move that fast. It moves quickly, but not that fast. Uh, you know. But so you know, if you see it coming, move out the way. I do have a little bit of problem. Sometimes I think the you know its arc is a little bit too wide. Mm-hmm. In some cases, I do think that it is a little bit too wide. Like sometimes I get caught. I'm like, dude, I shouldn't have got caught. There's no way. <laughs> most most of the time, it's fine. I'm pretty sure that that'll be tweaked. But then yeah, you you gotta look at his armor, see how wide that shit is. So his hitbox is definitely large, and maybe right. that's what you're, what you're getting caught on there. But for most players, if you you do if you get caught with it, just get ready for the next respawn. <laughs> just, just get ready. Uh, another one of his ability is Fire Strike, which that's also pretty punishing. It's his projectile with his hammer. He swings his hammer and it unleashes like this fiery projectile, but it goes through people. So if there's somebody in front of you, that doesn't mean anything. It's going to go through them. Anything, anybody it touches is going to hurt. If you see it coming out the way, and it moves pretty fast. So be ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's funny anytime I see um, I have the video up now anytime I see like the videos from Blizzard anytime I, it shows somebody getting killed at range or something it's always Widowmaker <laughs> so I get killed at range is Widowmaker when they showed uh, Roadhog's like chain thing Widowmaker <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. oh poor Widowmaker uh, now his ultimate is earth shatter and basically what it does he pounds on the ground knocks down everybody in front of him and also does damage this is devastating i have seen because it, it happens so fast like the the move is so fast he does it quickly knocks everybody down and then 
that does damage. And then a swipe of a hammer, maybe two swipes of a hammer. He's killing three, four people if you're in front of him. Like, it is devastating. Reinhardt is an all-around great tank. And that's why you see him all the time. I'll say in terms of all-around tanks, like, you got Reinhardt and you got D.Va. And that's why they're the two best. That way, I'm not necessarily, I shouldn't say the two best, but the two most used in mm-hmm. most games. And like I said, we're not necessarily talking about competition. We're talking about the, when the plebes play. You know, us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to tell you that I do competitive Overwatch. I think I'm getting too old for it, man. I think I'm, I'm, I'm getting too old for it. You have a bucket list already? A Murtaugh list? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. But yeah, so even though I am interested in doing uh, Overwatch pugs, I definitely am. So when it comes back, I'm going to see if I can get into that scene. But not, I'm not looking to clan up. You know, my clanning days are over. I was going to say, dust off your uh, your uh, MIRC, dude, and uh, get ready to pug it. Uh, dude, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, we'll see what happens. I, I'll, I'll kind of hop into it and see, but... Uh, yeah, this this list was you know it was only five characters instead of six, and I mean this podcast is a little bit shorter because you know like I said I really didn't like playing tanks. I would only play tanks if the if the situation, if my team called for it, like we needed a tank and nobody else was doing it. Mm-hmm. You know that's when I would do it. But uh, they, they, you you really didn't play tanks at all. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I played, like I said, I played a couple of them. I played Zarya once, and I played uh, Winston a couple of times because we did the all-Winston charge, which was just too damn funny. Yeah, complete dickery, as you put, you know, as you put it. Uh, but, you know, I did play a couple of them. Not really my thing in this game, but uh, I did have a little bit of fun with them. I want to pick Zarya up, actually, and try her out again. Yeah, now the charmed with the knowledge. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, that, this, I think this is one of the shorter podcasts I think I've done all month. It's only 45 <laughs> minutes. At a loss for words. Yeah, I was kind of like, well, now what do I do? We close with the podcast <laughs> and we let you go. Uh, but tanks, for the most part, uh, they, have, they definitely have their place in Overwatch. And it's something every, every team needs, man. Like, you got to have at least one tank. And then if your team actually does have two tanks your progress is going to be slower. That's, but it's going to be more difficult for your enemies to deal with you. But I would say your progress is definitely going to be slower. Like Tanks are definitely not made to quickly move up and you know, get in there and uh, dispatch of enemies. You know, it's, it's, you're still inching up. Even, even though uh, your, your damage output really close is high, you got to get close first. That's your problem. Right. And while, you know, I'm talking about, you know, Diva's annoying to deal with, Reinhardt's got a lot of damage that he he can take, Winston, same thing, all of them. I mean, Zarya's probably the least. But you gotta get close to people first. And if, and if you know, your teammates, a combination of different characters, you know, uh, if, they, if they burn you down, they're gonna burn you down. Mm-hmm. So that did not the answer. No class, no role specifically is the answer. That's why that's why I love this game so much, man. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's so balanced. Yeah, there's there's times where I've been able to take tanks. Uh, the only time I've really been able to kill tanks easily has mostly been as like uh, Widowmaker, somebody from a distance. If I'm going in as McCree, there's no chance of me really doing anything unless somebody else is there supporting me. 
that's where I made the mistake with, uh, uh, you know, I've made the mistakes with some Reinhards and, you know, and with some uh, Roadhogs there, you know, where I've been like, okay, I can do this, you know, they're, they're fine. I got them from the back. Yeah, that didn't work very well. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward. I'm looking to see what changes they make, you know, to, to these characters when, when the game comes back. So we'll see. But for now, we're going to let you go. <laughs> we're going to let you go. We're going to catch some shut-eye because, like I said, it is late here. Yeah. <laughs> right now uh thanks for listening we got one more part to go on our on our you know special edition and uh next week that is going to be the support class which may be uh, maybe either the same length or maybe a little bit shorter than this uh we've already done attack or uh offense and defense actually on offense we realized that we forgot <laughs> to to put in tracer <laughs> so we we added that in. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry, Tracer and Tracer fans. We didn't mean the we didn't mean any disrespect. Uh, but we we did do that. But so yeah, uh, offense and defense have already been released. So you can listen to those if you haven't. And uh, this is tanks. And next time it's going to be uh, support. So yeah. Uh, but besides Overwatch or Watchpoint, we have other podcasts here. Mashes buttons. We have a World of Warcraft podcast called Wow Talk. Uh, and that is every other week. And alternating with that is In Orbit, which is our podcast dedicated to Destiny and its community. So, you know, it's either WoW or Destiny uh, every week here at Mash Those Buttons, and you, know, you can catch those. We also have Double Tap, which is the first Monday, or first week at least, of every month. And that is about the fighting game community. You know, it's 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 pretty awesome. Actually, there was a movie that was just released, uh, FGC, uh, the FGC Rise of the Fighting Game Community, which is uh, I'm looking forward to watching that. But that's I don't the think bomb. I've seen that. It just came out, so I'll probably uh, not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty cool. Uh, we have the Mash Cast, but that is actually going to go on hiatus February fourth. We're doing the final five podcasts for for the match cast and it's going to on permanent hiatus and you know we, we may bring it back we may not it depends but we just decided we wanted to focus on more community oriented podcasts so we're doing you know f- four or five special editions and then that'll be that uh, all of our podcasts you can catch them on itunes they are on over over uh, cast for ios we're on Stitcher Smart Radio. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Pocket Cast. We're on Player.fm. Uh, if you just want, if you have your own RSS reader, we also have an RSS feed for you to grab. Uh, we are on Twitter, which is twittercom MTV site. We're on Facebook, facebookcom Smash Those Buttons, and youtubecom Smash Those Buttons. Sorry. My Twitter handle is underscore jaw underscore. This guy doesn't have I a still Twitter. Don't Twitter. <laughs> he still does not Twitter. And uh, like I said, thank you guys for listening. We will catch you guys next time. Later. See ya. <laughs>